Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. This podcast is sponsored by Flymo, home of the hover and the only garden brand that my nan will use. Don't bother asking her about the rest. She only wants a Flymo. My nan loves them. My mum and dad love them. I love them. Everything I've had from Flymo is quality, it's affordable, and it's designed to make caring for your garden easy. From the robotic, which will literally just do the work for you, that's my sort of gardening, to the hovers that will literally glide over the grass, cut it for you, sorted. Anything that makes tidying your garden quickly and easily is a win in my book. Now, my nan bought my hover for me about 10 years ago, probably went old school and got it from a shop, and you can do the same. Or you can hit the link in the description, flymo.com. You get free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. You can't ask better than that. Get it delivered. Get that grass cut. Today's podcast is the best bits from last night's show. We are live every Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10, on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Anywhere, are we anywhere else? Them, just them places at the moment. If you want to watch, if you want to get involved, if you want to phone in, Monday to Thursdays, 8 till 10. By absolute magic, it's Lisa, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Louis. How are you? Hi, mate. Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks for joining oh, us. Oh, you're tonight. welcome. I'm still in work in the office. So I have like Nikki to the other side of the desk working away, and I thought, right, I'm just going to stop to jump on Lee's podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. my God. I won't keep you for too long. You can no, do it. No, don't be silly. It's nice to have a little break. Oh, good. <laughs> So uh, yeah. You're working late. Um, yeah, it's kind of a bit not not too late. Late's normally a bit a midnight finish for us or yeah. Uh, so, Lisa, can you uh for me tell me how to pronounce your surname? El Kadrawi. So O U I is French, we oui at the end. But I'm not French. Like well like okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm Italian, so it's my husband's name. Oh, and now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful. Hardly anyone can pronounce it. And when we do get someone that can pronounce it, we're like, oh, my God, you pronounce the surname. It's amazing. the desk. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, tonight, I really, oh, want to pleasure. I really want to speak to you about how you, because uh, you really popped up in our radar, um, on my radar, during lockdown. Yes, we um, did. How did this all come about? So, obviously, we went into lockdown end of March, beginning of April, and it's always been an absolute, I suppose, dream of mine to start a kind of kitchen garden or plot. And actually, Nikki, who's the other side of the desk, has had an allotment for 12 years, and she gave me my first canister of runner beans and she said to me at the end of March she said look take these beans and grow them 
um, over lockdown and she gave me a book, How to Start Your Kitchen Garden. And I kind of just started it from there. And I thought, well, for our business, we had to shut the business down for 10 weeks. Yeah. Um, we obviously couldn't go into people's houses. We couldn't go onto any construction sites. So it was just me, my husband and my son at home. And I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to start a kitchen garden and anything I could get my hands on to grow, I just grew. And we got a digger in. We started digging up the garden. We started laying paths by hand. Um, I literally covered my office in um, seed trays and just windowsills, anything I could start on. And I did. And I then got exposed to the community and Instagram saw the likes of you um a really good friend of mine grow with joe um planting with michaela um my garden girlfriends like kelly and um kate and yeah it's just been a whirlwind because i haven't stopped and there's no stopping me now that's it i love it (laughs) normally everyone else just spent lockdown building like a bar or something in the garden <laughs> when <laughs> i think i literally went full hog i'd done a potting shed um i got two pop-up greenhouses i built um a three meter by three meter chicken coop that i most probably needed planning permission for and i just stuck it <laughs> <laughs> um i got chickens i yeah i um i just went for it i'm a country girl at heart so yeah. i come from a background of farmers anyway Um, My mum grew up in Ireland and she had a working farm and my dad grew up in Tanzania in East Africa for 20 years and they lived in the bush on a working farm as well. So it was it was too extreme. So I have a lot of farming and a lot of just wild wilderness and wildlife in my blood. And for me, just to kind of pot around a garden and work land. Yeah, I just love it. So it's so far removed from my day job of my company that I have so I love it yeah what is what is your um your company so we do property development and interior design and we also do garden designs thrown in on that as well so we take everything from plots of land and we build things either a single unit like a 10 million pound house or a two million pound house right through to a block of apartments for help to buy um and then we put show homes in or we do private residential where we do renovations so we go in and renovate houses so it can be a really stressful job um and we're running you know maybe three four five projects at a time um we sometimes run build portfolios of up to 55 million um so it can and we deal with high-end clients as well so it's it's a job that demands um a lot of time a lot of attention so that's why I love at the weekend just getting out into my garden and removing myself from technology so having like no emails around me nothing um yeah. and yeah so that makes a big big difference from just yeah. being away from the phone and the computer yeah. I feel like I spend I spend a lot of time editing and stuff so just being able to go outside and away from it balance yeah. And we just have like the music on in the garden and Eden's just running around digging and being in soil and I just love, yeah, going around digging, pulling things up and planting things in and um, 
having a whole day out in the garden and harvesting at the end of the day and the chickens are kind of underneath your feet and <laughs> I love it because it just gives me a bit of a mental block from you know I'm very used to being around maybe um, anything from 50 to 150 men which some women might say oh my god it's my dream to be around so many men but when you're working on a construction site and you're managing a lot of men and you're dealing with heavy trades and electricians and stuff it's also quite draining yeah and you get home at the end of the day and you're just exhausted so to kind of remove yourself and be in nature and be connected to nature is so important for your mental health so yeah yeah i think that's the, that's the biggest thing where do you get chickens from during lockdown <laughs> oh i track them down <laughs> i'm a woman that doesn't stop I even pick up a chicken from the supermarket mate You're buying... <laughs> go around the garden um i got them from a local farm so we are in we're like on the surrey kent borders um on the m25 junction six so we have a lot of farming land around us and i hunted down a local farm and he said yeah i've got a couple of girls that i can bring over in a box <laughs> sounds so unorthodox doesn't it and I said yeah I'll have them and he said do you not really care about the breeds I'm like no they're going to be pets if they lay me eggs brilliant and yeah they're the best girls in the world so yeah I love them I've always wanted chickens but I've just never been brave enough that's allowed to have them do you know what they are the most placid animals they're great with Eden they're so characteristic they just Pot around the garden and they give you eggs they give you something back we have a dog and two cats as well and they don't they give you a lot of love but we get fresh eggs for breakfast nearly every morning which is great and Eden goes up and before nursery he'll go up and get the eggs and bring them back down we'll make them for breakfast and he knows where his breakfast is coming from so yeah cool. I yeah love I love it <laughs> yeah it's always been a dream and you know what my husband didn't have a choice he just he just um he came home and they were just there in the box and I was like well we're building a coop for them now he's like I can't believe you've gone and got me chickens does your husband like gardening do you know what he doesn't um oh. he's he really helped me when we were doing digging all the beds he was good but I think that was because I had a digger in the garden I managed to get hold of a digger and he was like Oh, give me a go on that. I was like, no, you're not having a go on this. This is my toy. He was like, no, 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 I'll do the digging. I'll be a man. I'll do the digging. So do you know what? Fair play to him. He, he, he dug the beds that I needed to do. Um, but his, yeah, he has a completely different vice. And maybe when he's, I say older, he's old enough. When he's a bit older, maybe he'll come into the garden. But he's just, yeah, he's not there yet. And um I wish he was because it's such an amazing thing to do and it's really lovely and it's just yeah being out there and and he does appreciate it I suppose when he comes out on a Sunday sometimes and sees what we've done and um what me and Eden are doing he gets involved for a little bit but yeah no he's not there yet Lee well, <laughs> you have to persuade him yeah yeah he'll come get another dig I'll do it Oh, yeah, I'm going to have a permanent digger in the garden. <laughs> that would do it. <laughs> We're doing weeding with a digger. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't do things by half. <laughs> like coming out of lockdown, well, coming out of that sort of um, coming back into work and stuff. Yeah. It's difficult to like 
continue um, like putting Managing your energy it. into it? Do you know what? It has been a challenge. I'm not going to say because during lockdown, I'd literally get up in the morning and I'd be out there from, you know, 6, 7 a.m. when Eden's up right through to 6, 7 p.m. And it was all I'd done. Um, so now I use my weekends and I try and have one solid day. So whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday, I get out there regardless of what it is. Um, and in the week, unfortunately, I can't get out to the evenings. And now the evenings are a bit darker. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I promised myself I get out there at least once a day. And for the dry spell we've had, I've been out there watering in the evenings and managing the greenhouse and still trying to grow everything. So I'm focusing on spring. Yeah. Um, but I try and set everything up that if I'm doing one full day at the weekend, I can set everything up for the week that I don't need to go in the garden as much in the week. Um, but I'm itching to get in there sometimes. Just by the end of the day, I'm like, oh, God, I need to get into the garden now. And some nights I can't. You know, we're going into an extremely busy period now. Come Monday, we're going to be back-to-back -back client installs until the end of October where it's going to be late nights and early starts. And, yeah, the weekend is the only thing I can do. So. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Podcast, let me quickly interrupt your audio pleasure to let you know that I am the king of gardening for kids. Now, as always, they're not my words. They're the words of Mr. Matthew Biggs from BBC Radio 4's Gardening Question Time. And why did you say that? Because I paid him no. Are you still waiting for that check? Is it because he's my good friend? Possibly. But also because he read my How to Get Kids Gardening book with the Skinny Jean Gardener. It's packed full of over 30 gardening ideas and makes to get you outside creating real memories as a family. It's so much fun. It's one of my proudest pieces of work that I've ever created, apart from the podcast, obviously. I absolutely love it. I think you will really enjoy it as well. Look, go check it out. It's on Amazon.co.uk. It's $9.99. Absolute steal. And if you don't like it, then please send all your complaints to Mr. Matthew Biggs. Your um, your son, Eden, did he, yes. did he do um, much gardening beforehand? Before of it? So he's two and a half now and we really started it when he just kind of, I suppose March he would have been, yeah, just turned two and a bit. Um, last year when we were in our other house, um, he was in the garden and we didn't do a lot of gardening because I was still very much running a business full pelt and had no time to do growing. Yeah. We did garden design, but we didn't do growing. So we love nature and we love, you know, we have great wildlife societies around here in National Trust, so we'd always go out. But he didn't properly get his hands into soil until March this year. Yeah. And um, and that's when I exposed him to everything. And um, so, yeah, I suppose he didn't really until I got him out into the garden this March and could do everything. And he loves it. Like, he is out there um, in his welly boots, sitting in soil, digging. And I, I line up all my little pots. I say, right, put the soil in these pots, put them all in for mummy. Then we'll get the seeds. And he puts all the seeds in. Um, and they say, come on, help me plant. So we'll dig a little hole and we'll put seedlings in the ground. 
all sprinkle stuff or we made out of your book we made a bug hotel at the weekend we went collecting for stuff and we found a frog and that's cool yeah so he just loves it and he could tell you where everything is in the garden he'd show you where the potatoes were he'd show you where the courgettes are and um, he'd show you where the carrots are he'd tell you not to touch stuff because they're not ready <laughs> really? um, we've been harvesting pumpkins he says you can't touch that one that one's not ready <laughs> Wait, he's in charge of this oh yeah bit. he project manages me at the weekend <laughs> That's it. Get... and you ain't got a finger of anything exactly but he <laughs> he loves it and i think it's so important to get kids exposed back into growing and gardening and nature um it's a huge thing that's close to my heart now with showing eden and also you know trying to spread the word i suppose and get everyone growing now i think like two two and a half is like for for my daughter olive that was like the like i got olive sowing seeds when she was like three months old and my wife thought i was mental (laughs) mainly just she put seeds in and i just sort of went you kind of just like tip the hand over Look, look, she's gardening. Look, everyone. <laughs> she's child genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about two, two and a half is when she like really was like now. Now can be a bit of a struggle. Like she's five, and now she's a diva. Like she yeah. won't if she want if it's just the right temperature for her, and she she wants to do what she wants to do. But two, two and a half, she was um that was like the perfect age. Oh, it is, and I think they really understand it at that age as well. So the more you can expose them when they start to understand, then they just really take a gravitational pull to it. And I find, you know, he's going into nursery. And if I go pick him up in the evenings or my husband goes, picks him up, they're like, Eden's been telling us he's been growing potatoes over the weekend. And as will be like, yeah, 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 they've been putting potatoes in. All right. okay." And there's actually one of our nursery workers that doesn't live far from us that, um, will come round and she's a massive gardener and grower as well so her and Eden have this little bond of what have you been growing Eden well I've been doing this and I've been doing this and she'll come round and have a look so that is just really lovely in itself and you know it's great and he's he's actually got a bit of traction on the social media as well people say oh when are we going to see Eden in the garden I'm like all right all right I'll get him back in the garden this weekend and the same with Olive isn't it Lightly, so right. I tell you now, just before you get into this, because I fell into this trap with Olive, I have to make sure she's off camera. Because what happens is that's all people want to see. <laughs> no one cared. They got to a point, right? And my ego is quite big as it is, is but it slowly was being eaten away by everyone wanting to see Olive. I was doing yeah. like shows, and people were coming up to me saying, "No, Olive here this weekend." I was like, "Yeah, no, she's not here." She's about me. <laughs> It's the Lee Connolly show. What do you mean? No. Olive so, is not here. You've got me. So as a warning to you, right? Just yeah, tell him to get in his place, all right? Because it could get out of control. Do you know what? It yeah, people love seeing him and they and and it's great. I've got to control it and watch it, but yeah, and from a safety point of view, you have to as a parent as well. But you know, yeah, they love him when he's doing his butterflies when we did the butterfly thing and when he's, you know, sometimes I've got to watch. I can't have him on my Sunday lives um, yeah. because he's at football. So, you know, um, otherwise he'd be just like, mummy, 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 mummy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a novelty. So it's all good. We just go with the flow. 
whatever think, happens happens do you think gardening as a family has brought you together uh, a bit more over lockdown would you think that's made a difference that sort of bit? like i always talk about creating memories as a family in the garden do you think that's happened do you know it hasn't it hasn't in two respects i think it has because it's been able to certainly for me in eden we've got that bond now that we are in the garden and we love it together um and when ass comes into it great it's fantastic um but on other hands I'd, I'd like it to be a bit more closer as a family so the three of us would be doing it but i also appreciate that it's not my husband's thing yeah he's a massive golfer so i i lose him for days at a time sometimes <clears throat> when he's got tournaments where he's doing stuff um so yeah but i think what lockdown taught us is to completely slow down and to really appreciate your surroundings and your smaller things in life and just to really look at yourself as a person and understand what the garden can give you and what it can give you back um and it's think little things like the noise of the birds in the morning and just seeing something you've nurtured and then you bring that to the table to eat i mean he doesn't have a problem eating the food that i cook on them <laughs> he loves that so he'll have that but he just won't help i suppose grow it but yeah it's just I think lockdown has taught us a lot of things and it certainly changed my lifestyle where I was in this rat race of work with the business. And now it's given me the balance that I need. Um, and it's taught me that you have to switch off because if you don't, you'll run yourself into the ground. So it's an amazing mental vice as well. Definitely. I, I I feel like I've, I felt like the same over over. It. I just feel like I'm a little bit falling back into how I was before it. So I was just trying to remember it. Yeah. I was having a go at people saying everyone's going to forget, and then I turned into that person and started forgetting, tried to get back into like how things were, and I need to remember yeah. that's not um. Yeah, I think it's. I made a big thing. So prior to lockdown. I just would have all my emails on my phone all the time. I'd be 100% accessible. Anyone could get hold of me. And after lockdown, I've put no emails on my phone and nothing just to let me slow down because the more time I can get out and spend in the garden and learn, and we've also got a really exciting thing. So what I said to myself, I'll give myself six months of this passion during lockdown. And if I come out of lockdown and I love it as much as I do, I will start to look at it and turn it into a bit of a business to help others. Right. So me and a friend, he'll kill me. I won't I won't say who it is because it will all be released in the next eight weeks. But we've basically turned what we love into a passion. And now we're slowly for next year going to help complete novices um, bring their passion into their garden, regardless of the space that you have. So we're so excited to be able to do that. And for me, this is now my lifestyle. This is what I will have and introduce. And I want to become sustainable enough that I can draw my dinner from the garden every single night, hopefully, or a couple of nights a week, rather than really focus on, you know, going out to the supermarket or whatever. I want to be able to grow in the garden and eat from the garden seasonally and go back to seasonal produce. Yeah, that definitely makes a big difference. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more about that in the future. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fun. 
you said you did um you do garden design as your business at the moment or a, bit, yeah. a part of garden design what sort of things do you do so when we do um a whole client's house from start to finish we obviously have to look after the landscaping and the garden design for that or um at the moment i'm doing um a four bedroom house in clapham and we've designed the gardens for that for city living um so we look at the space that that person needs and we come up with a multi-use space for gardens. I've been doing gardens I most probably for about 10 years now. Oh, wow. Anything from full landscaping. So I have a fantastic landscaping team that I tap in and out of when I need to that has worked for me for a really long time. And um, I sit down with them and and give them the brief and the idea of how it needs to look and feel from water features to where you need to sit and eat where you need to grow where you need to have certain raised beds the position of the garden so how much sunlight comes in and what plants you're going to need and then they will orchestrate it with me and um, we put full planting schedules together and then yeah I suppose it's like ground force everyone just gets marked in and um, you know We've been out in gardens at 3 a.m. in the morning with head torches where we're launching the next day and the gardens are going in that night. Oh, wow. Um, and, um, yeah, it's it's been really exciting because you just, you know, there's a big team of you out there and, and you pull a garden together in a week or two. Um, and I absolutely love that because I try and focus on spaces where families can you know, have that indoor-outdoor living as well so they can kind of open their whole kitchen up at the back and they can kind of incorporate. Um, we've done um, actual kitchens out in the garden all under big pergolas so you can actually cook and um, have things that you're growing in the garden and cook in the garden as well. That's so it. I suppose because I've done this over the years and seen what I've done for clients, I've always wanted them to grow in my garden and be able to cook from that so it's naturally spiral from that but yeah the garden design is something we do day in day out uh, for the clients that need it do you ever get um a client that uh that they have ideas and you're not so sure on them <laughs> every day of the week <laughs> <laughs> um do you, then? do you just have to like go with it or do you sort of have to advise them that, mm, that might not work so yeah i'm really diplomatic how we come across with client. it might not seem it but I am really <laughs> diplomatic when we say well you know have you thought and considered about this because you know we're trying to develop this for you and this is how it's going to look and we present on big mood boards as well and show them different things so you kind of try and sell them a story and show them it and they're like oh yeah I didn't think of that yeah I'll go with that and I'd say trust me in the long run it will be better we've had clients where they've been adamant that they want to do it and then, unfortunately, I, I do whack a contract in place. So you need to sign on the dotted line because if you're not going to like it, you're going to rip it out at your cost. Yeah. And we've had that as well, where they haven't liked it. And we've ripped it back out and put it in at their cost. Oh, wow. Um, we, you know, we've worked with some really high-end clients before. Um, Marcus Waring, the chef, um, where he wanted, you know, his garden inside and out. So an extension from the kitchen to be able to cook inside and out. Yeah. And he had some really strong ideas. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. So, <laughs> you know. Everyone, everyone like, um, like a lot of how, even how the way houses are built now seem to incorporate that, like yeah. outside, outside living. 
that yeah. I can't imagine. I don't understand why it took so many years for it to happen. I can't understand why my mum and dad, like, it was never Didn't used to. Do be, it. Did it? I don't no. know why. I think it's we started doing it back in 2012 um, when we started certainly going into the London market to build. Everyone wanted the whole of the back of the house kind of completely open and an extension onto the garden to, to have that relationship with the garden. And then it's just spiralled from there. Um, and yeah, I don't know why people haven't done it sooner because it's so nice bringing nature inside your home and having that inside outside living. Yeah. I just wish we'd be able to have more of the better British weather when we have it to be able to get out there and cook in the garden and just live in the garden because it's amazing. The thing is with our weather nowadays, like it is, cha it is slowly changing. Like weirdly, my dad got. Uh, this is totally unrelated, but I feel like it just makes proves the weather thing. For some reason, my dad found two sledges in a skip and brought them back the other day. And I, was, it hasn't snowed in like I can't even remember the last time it snowed. Like our weather, yeah. our weather in England is slowly changing. Um, and getting warmer and warmer so we can use maybe that's yeah. maybe why people are are doing that a lot more now because we are not many but slowly getting a few more extra days where we can actually use the garden a bit more i've certainly found during lockdown i think we have been blessed with the weather if yeah. we did not have that weather and people couldn't get out i don't know what we do um and i do find our climates are slightly shifting as well and we're getting a bit warmer towards like this week or last week, we had really, really good hot weather. So we're finding September and October can be really, really, um, you know, nice. I know down here, um, we're on the tip of the North Downs. Today was freezing. It chucked it down with rain all day and it was so cold. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I do find it is it is moving. I don't find we have, like, a spring, a summer, a winter, an autumn. I think everything kind of just fuses into one and, yeah. And it's and it is sad. It is about climate change. Things are things are changing, which is you know we've we've got to help and do something about it. Definitely, Definitely. Lisa. Will you yeah. probably you'll come on the show and tell us about this new thing you're doing when you're allowed to talk about it? So when it launches, yes, um, I will get me and that person. It might That's be hard to get bad. him on, <laughs> but I will get the two of us. Okay on and um yeah we, we'll talk about it and we'll get it out there we'll be doing a lot of promotion across social media and what we're doing so yeah we're just in the process of building the site at the moment and, and getting all the final details in place so will you text me can you text me tomorrow and tell me and i won't tell anyone i hate secrets <laughs> i can't handle it i won't I take weeks just sitting here thinking about it text me <laughs> i might do might do lisa thank you so much for coming on tonight you're more than welcome it's been so lovely thank you for having me and no, having a chat thank you yeah. so much we appreciate your time yeah no it's great love when i can i have the podcast on in the office or the rare nights that i'm not i have i sit on the sofa and join in so yeah everyone's great awesome <laughs> thank Thanks, you lisa. have a lovely night i'll speak to you later all right take care guys bye bye, bye. bye, -bye. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you fancy giving it a review, then five stars only. You know the score. Just five stars. Write what you want after that, can't you? But five stars 
in your podcast app. Uh, thanks to Flymo, flymo.com for all your Flymo needs. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in contact, it's lee at skinnyjeangarner.co.uk or on the socials. And remember, we go live Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10 on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube and Twitter. This is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyrose.